0: Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm your host, Anne Gripper, and we are back after our summer break. So uh, thank you for your patience, our regular listeners, while we were um, off air. Um, I haven't been on holiday all of this time. Um, It's been an unfortunate collaboration of... uh, different people being on holiday and on different assignments so we've had we've got a lot to catch up on on this show uh, we'll be talking about the upcoming royal tour for harry and Meghan. we'll be talking about the upcoming royal wedding for eugenie and jack and then we'll be looking back on what the royals have been up to some of our some of our favorites uh, during the last few weeks um so first of all we're going to look ahead to the royal tour with russell myers who will be familiar to many of you but he's been on a big assignment recently uh, which hopefully you'll be able to read about this weekend um, but i have managed to drag him away from it for a few minutes to uh, to talk about the royal tour Right. Well, hello, Russell. I know you're a very busy man at the moment, and you and I have not been in the same building for weeks and weeks. I know. It's lovely to see you again. Oh, yeah. It's lovely (laughs) to be reunited, particularly because you've been off... in a particularly unusual place it's not been holiday you have been in North Korea I
2: have I've been getting some more stamps in my passport but uh, yeah particularly bizarre one at this time it was a fantastic experience myself and uh, mirror photographer Rowan Griffith have just been eight days in the hermit kingdom of North Korea and uh, well, you can all read all about it and our experiences online and in the paper at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's fa- fascinating, fascinating all about it, and m- more to come over the next yeah, few yeah, days we're do- we're as well. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a f-
2: few day, a few days worth of a series of our experiences in North Korea, um, how we got there there's sort a of background to it what we witnessed out there this sort of, uh, comparing contrasting the the lives of the elite in the city of Pyongyang and then and then obviously we were able to get ourselves out into the rural districts to see what life is like for um for the peasant farmers the 20 million or so working in the in the fields to prop up the regime so absolutely fascinating experience and um it's been a it's been a one of a career highlights, absolutely
0: so don't worry pod save the queen listeners this wasn't a surprise secret trip no, from harry I'm and megan oh, yeah over now his, uh, i'm back to business this was, this was russell with his other his other hat on from before victoria yeah. um left and he took over the royal beat as well um but obviously this week we've had the announcement of harry and megan's trip and you're going to get some more exciting stamps so obviously there's Australia and New Zealand and Fiji and Tonga that are on the itinerary. I know
2: we've been speaking about this for a while now, but now it's finally happening. It's um, I think the next few weeks are going to disappear before our very eyes, and it's um yeah, it's, it's hugely exciting. Finally, getting the, the the real details about what they're going to be up to. Bit of um, a, you know a loose plan of that it's going to be a sort of a fifteen day trip. Um, of them in those countries and and you know i think they're going to be focusing on three main points uh, i understand this sort of the round of youth leadership in the countries the environmental aspect of uh, visiting those nations and um and of course close to to harry's heart and megan's as well as his conservation efforts in, in those regions so i think we'll see them you know working really well together Maybe we'll see Megan go out on her own. She hasn't done that yet. Maybe she'll do um, an engagement or two on her own. I think this will be the perfect opportunity to do it. But uh, and obviously they've got the the hu- huge Invictus Games, which they um, they'll both be at as well. And it's particularly special for them because we saw them on the on the global stage last year in Toronto. So there's loads to look forward to on this trip.
0: So quick run through of the itinerary, first of all. They've got a bit of a sort of a quick turnaround after Eugenie's wedding and then heading off uh, to Sydney, Australia, where they make their first official um, engagement appearances on the Tuesday the 16th. they're using Sydney as sort of a bit of a base, I guess, because that's where the Invictus Games. Yeah, are Yeah, that's where held. the games
2: are. So yeah, they'll, they'll sort of be coming in and out of of Sydney. Um, so the, as you said, quick turnaround from the wedding on Friday the twelfth. Then I imagine they will probably leave, you know, around that weekend, and, and then get to Sydney ready for the engagement. The first one is on is on Tuesday the sixteenth, and then they're going to be going to the next day is going to uh, go to Dubbo, which is um, a yeah, Dubbo p- Dubbo. Uh, Our a- listeners a- in Australia can correct my pronunciation. Yeah, but and
0: uh, it had, that one's one that's caused a little bit of, conf- well, debate. Or, I think, or yeah, a bit of confusion as to people, why they would a-
2: go there, because it's sort of maybe not as cosmopolitan and uh, as popular as somewhere like Sydney or Melbourne, uh, but even Wellington um, in, in New Zealand. But... Dubbo has been really hit by drought this year, so I think it really fits in with the, the whole environmental and conservation aspect of this trip. Um, so I, I think you see Harry and Megan really bringing the spotlight to, to a place that's probably not as uh, glamorous as we've discussed about those other cities, but um, really you know, they'll, they'll be able to engage with the core message of what this trip is about.
0: Um, So, after Dubbo, a day in Dubbo, then on to Melbourne for a day, um, which is interesting because William and Kate missed Melbourne, I think, when they were down there a few years ago. Um, three days in Sydney across the opening of the Invictus Games uh-huh. yep. then a visit to Fraser Island that looks absolutely magical
2: again I mean I hadn't known too much about Fraser Island but you know just if you look type it into uh, Google the images that come back from that place are simply out of this world it looks like an absolute beach paradise I'm sure we'll see quite a lot of um, differences with, you know, with them in the city whether it's at the Sydney Opera House whether they're at the Invictus Games and then you know, you'll have this sort of explosion of colour and culture when they go to places like Fraser Island, Fiji and Tonga. I just, you know, the the, the images that are going to come back out of that and, and the messages from... Um, you know, culturally as well, which are going to be absolutely um, amazing. I would imagine.
0: Yeah. When the itinerary dropped the other day, the first thing I did was get the well, not the first thing because well, the news team were looking after the main story. <laughs> but I was like, I just want a load of pictures of the beautiful places that they're going. So yeah, I put those that's... together as a as a sort of a, a picture story, so you can see um, sort of the the variety. Yeah, it's of going places to be a huge variety. Going.
2: Absolutely. You know, and it's and these and these places are yeah we we we're sort of intertwined with with Australia and New Zealand and maybe less so with the the islands and but uh, I think it's, it's it's going to be fantastic that that Harry and Meghan are going there and and I think we're going to see some some really interesting aspects of them and their personalities as well because I think you know, when other members of the royal families have been to places like that, you do see them let their guard down a little bit and um, and and hopefully we'll see that on this tour.
0: So they have two full days in, in Fiji, in Suva, and then um, start the 25th of October in Nadi in Fiji, mm-hmm. then on to Nuku'alofa in I, Tonga.
2: Again, our Tongan listeners will be able to correct any mispronunciation, yeah. I'm sure. Ooh. but
0: Sorry if I've got that one wrong. Um, then uh, the next day back to, so start the day in Tonga and then fly back to Sydney yep. for another day, which is, should coincide with the closing of the games, Yeah, so we've got think.
2: the closing of the Invictus Games on the 27th. I mean, what, what, what was um, quite interesting as well, I think we understand that the, the Invictus Games opening is going to be at the Sydney Opera House and this will coincide Pretty much the, you know, to the, the to the exact date of the forty fifth anniversary of the Queen opening it, so I think there'll be some really interesting comparisons of pictures and how far the monarchy has come in those forty five years. You know, so we'll see Harry again being able to sort of stamp his authority on the on the on the global stage with with Meghan as well. So then we come back to sort of October twenty seventh. We've got the the closing. I imagine both are likely to, definitely to be be there. Um, and that'll be a huge event as well. And then the next day, they, they go off to New Zealand, which will be um, again very, very different culturally uh, pictorially as well. I think they're going to be, yeah, there'll be a lot of stuff in the green and pleasant fields of and um, the hills of New Zealand to quite a contrast to the beach um, aspect of the rest of the trip. But again, I think we'll see something to do with this youth leadership, environmental, conservation aspect of the whole trip.
0: Yeah, and so there's a day in Wellington, then starts my birthday in ah. Wellington on the 29th of October. And then they go on to Abel Tasman, which also looks incredibly beautiful um, as a sort of a, a nature reserve type area. I yeah, think. this
2: place is, I think this place will be the most interesting place in New Zealand, actually. It's supposed to be, you know, really colourful, you know, lots of travel guides speak about the sight and the smell of sulphur about the place. And um, and again, I think there'll be a lot of inter- interaction with the with the local communities, finding out what they're about. And, and again, hopefully, we'll see them well relaxed by this time. And um, it's it's it's. I think it's going to be a great trip. It's, it's full on. I mean, I can't having a chat with some of the other sort of royal correspondents who've been doing this job a long, t- long much longer time than me. But they were at um, you know struggling to find out or remember a tour that had been longer than this one. So I think that Charles maybe did China and Hong Kong, you know, a few years ago, but, or the Far East... Uh, but this is you know fifteen full days. There's no there's no off days. There's a lot going to be going on as well.
0: That's true. There's no actual sort of rest there's day no built on, which no, no, William and Kate have normally had a yeah, day to themselves yeah, at yeah. some stage. Um, so yeah, the final the final two days of the trip are Auckland and Rotorua, which is known for its sort of geysers and thermals and hot springs and things. So um, well, you're, you're I think very we'll all be
2: pretty tired by the time that this is over. So there's, I mean, there's a lot. What I found as well, there's a lot of flying. There's a lot of uh, going to different places and meeting a lot of different people and with with no downtime I mean fair, fair play to both of them because it 's going to be you know they 've been preparing for this for a lot of months, a lot of work gone on behind the scenes um, you know the, the 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 palisades have been out there once or twice as well so um let's hope it all goes off absolutely swimmingly i think a lot of preparation has gone into it so i'm sure it will all be fantastic
0: you're talking about the queen opening um, sydney opera house yeah. 45 years ago i was just thinking about like the way of travelling there must have yeah, been so yeah, difficult yeah, so different that long that long ago and again
2: i'm not maybe it's something we'll look into before i check in next time but I imagine that would have been an awfully long tour in terms of you know the, the getting there on ships and where did they stop and what were the differences and um, so maybe maybe that's a good idea actually where yeah. were we revisit it yeah I did make, make a mental note
0: made a note to myself already picture desk there's another piece of picture work for you to do yes. as well like, I want pictures of the queen outside sydney opera house yeah. um, and then The other thing I think with um, Sydney Opera House, if Megan is going to be there, is one of the most um, memorable outfits that Kate has ever worn probably is um, that yellow banana dress, as Mm. William likes to call (laughs) it, which was from from the Opera House day. So it'll be interesting to see what Megan chooses to wear. And again,
2: you know, much has been made out of the, the last, where are we now, sort of six months into the wedding, after the wedding? not
0: quite it's Maybe four, four or five. So, time flies so, when you Yeah, it does. Fun. <laughs>
2: and then um, you know a lot's been made about how much she's been spending on her wardrobe and whether she needs to be a bit more frugal so it will be interesting but again they are on the the hottest property right now and it's they are on a global stage so a lot of attention will be paid to her fashion and indeed Harry's as well I imagine
0: I think on the royal tour like I think the budget goes out the window on that I, I think, think it you is allowed already to, isn't it I mean, god <laughs> I think we're allowed to have, wear, wear what you like for that one um, well yeah looking looking forward to uh, seeing all of that um lots to look forward to there um shall I let you get back to uh, scribbling about North yeah, Korea check
2: out our North Korea series it is fascinating it's an amazing, uh, amazing experience amazing place to get to go to and um, I'm really proud of the whole Daily Mirror team to have made this happen And, and uh, so check it out and we'll be back Soon, I'm going to take a little holiday.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about fashion while you're away, so if don't I, worry. that's okay, yeah. Well. <laughs> you sound delighted to have swerved <laughs> no, that I'm one. No, devastated, actually. <laughs>
2: but um, yeah, I'll be back and hopefully I'll have some more details about the tours, sort of where we're going really sort of the nuts and bolts of it. So um
0: Well yeah, we'll be in the big build up to the tour and the royal wedding when royal, we come back again. And another royal wedding. So, so yeah, so a so lot,
2: lot, lot to prepare for and a lot to talk about, so I look forward to it.
0: Well, rest up over the next couple of weeks because it sounds much. like you're going to need it. Yeah. But we'll look forward to catching up with you when you're back.
2: Lovely. Thanks Anne.
0: Thanks Russell. Now I'm welcoming back Amber Graffland, our Hello. fashion director, who's very familiar to those of you who are regular listeners. We had a nice summer, Amber.
3: Very nice summer, thank you. I'm yeah. glad to hear I mean, it. We, ha- we had a
0: summer. <laughs> we <Where laughs> don't usually we- have one. We've got our weather update in back, <laughs> back, back, in our new season, and weather update straight away. And uh, welcoming for the first time, Pod Save the Queen debutante Zoe Forsy, who's one of our Mirror Online reporters. Hello. <laughs> and she's been writing a lot about the royals while. while we've been off so that's been really handy to to catch catch me up so you may well have seen um many of her stories along the way um and she's going to be pretty busy i think over the next few weeks preparing for eugenie's wedding yes we've got lots of lots of bits planned already (laughs) probably not quite as busy as eugenie and and her crew (laughs) she's yeah so eugenie's ahead of the game she's got people in to help her out she's got um peregrine armstrong jones that's a good name for a royal wedding planner i think he said he planned victoria and david beckham's wedding
1: yes he did
0: back in the day which was an absolute extravaganza I was say,
1: thinking back to all those photos we've been looking at this week which i think
0: most of us will remember of those of their big day we can safely say he doesn't think small does he he thinks big yes. <laughs> so we were we were you know we were not in journalism world when it was victoria and david beckham's um, I wedding was. Uh, well I, I mean i this is me looking at amber and for so me oh. and zoe we we were still 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 learning um, amber was here and i mean they were you know It was was amazing. It was the gift that kept
3: on giving, but what a
0: fabulous wedding. I mean... What are the things that stand out in your memory? It was the picture
3: on the the throne for me, really. Yes, Yes, that's the one that's been kind of flashing up again this week since they've announced it. And I... (laughs) I mean, no one's done that before and no one's done it since. It was pretty epic. There's
0: probably a reason no one's done it since, really. Yeah oh yeah i think yeah. The, those thrones went up for auction on ebay or something did, a little while yeah. ago but um anyway so if you didn't get them you've missed you've missed out so oh will it be as big this time probably no thrones this time though you would think that might be a little bit it controversial might go the way, yeah. um the florist um has been announced as well or been named certainly in reports as rob van helden whose clients include elton john and elton john loves a flower doesn't he He, he, he really goes big does. on the bouquets yeah he loves a flower by, arrangement in, by reputation. in his many homes and it'll be interesting as well because obviously it's an autumn wedding so whereas megan had all of those lovely yeah that would be
2: different
1: there was obviously lots of the the kind of white flowers in um at Megan's and also in Kate's as well, so it'd be quite interesting to see if, if obviously she goes down a slightly different route with hers.
0: Yeah, and I would imagine Windsor must be looking, you know, will be looking really pretty by October. You know, the leaves will be starting to turn, yeah, it'd be yeah, lovely. It'd be yeah, well, Love, fingers, fingers crossed, it, fingers crossed it won't be raining, but there we go. Uh, right, weather number two, bingo. Have you got your bingo card <laughs> going for how many times i will mention the weather in this podcast? Um, and Well, we do know the wedding's going to be pretty big in one, well, two ways already. One, the number of guests that they're inviting. There appear to be more guests than at um, Harry and Meghan's wedding and more even than can fit in the chapel.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a huge day, actually. They've invited um, 850 uh, compared to Meghan and Harry's uh, 600, but the chapel only fits 800. So that could be quite interesting. Um, I've kind of got an image of Christmas christmas chairs coming out at the back of the <laughs> back of the room um but that's probably not going to be the case uh, apparently what they're hoping is that lots of people just won't be able to to make it um but it might be quite interesting to see how they how they deal with that if everyone does i mean who's going to say no to a royal wedding surely yeah it's going to be something few, quite
0: big to move a few things in your diary to make sure that yeah. you can make sure that you can get it get there so obviously it's it's back in St. George's Chapel back where Meghan and Harry um, got married so um, Zara will be back on the little tiny seats which she said was the reason of why she yes. was looking quite so <laughs> uncomfortable during that ceremony while she was eight months pregnant She so said she kept falling off falling off the sides of them so anyway so they're in they've got the, the morning service on Friday October the 12th I'm sure you've already got it in your diaries we certainly have oh, we're, yes. <laughs> we're ready for a big day we'll be doing live coverage lots of pictures and we're hoping to do another nice another um on the day wedding podcast special so stand by for more giggling and excitable ladies (laughs) talking about the dresses um next week we are planning to do a a fashion special around what Eugenie might might wear for her wedding and who might who might be the designer and like a look back at her style which we have touched on in the past but um she has evolved she's evolved a lot over the years and it's been lovely to see um so after the morning service, they have a lunch hosted by the Queen, which is similar to um, what Meghan and Harry did. Um, that is all being planned by the Queen's cousin, Lady Elizabeth Anson. Um, and this is another area where it is bigger than Meghan and Harry's wedding. So Meghan and Harry's reception lunch, that was in St George's Hall. Uh, Eugenie and her fiancé Jack they well her her husband as he will be by then um, they are also using the grand reception room and the Waterloo chamber wow so um, details of the dress code for the wedding have come out as well because there's been a a picture leaked of one of the invitations and um, while Meghan and Harry they had a military coat morning suits and lounge suits were allowed for the gentlemen. then this time around it is strictly morning suits and ladies is day dress with hats but everybody did wear hats for for megan and megan and harry's wedding so it's it's interesting that it is that bit more more formal maybe um yeah. what do you think amber i think it's got a lot of potential for some very very glamorous
3: celebrity outfits i'm quite excited about that and the men will look good as well. The men will look very handsome. It's going to be a good-looking wedding.
0: <laughs> it's interesting, though, that I guess there the was that... Um, a bit more latitude for, for Meghan and Harry's wedding. Um, I mean, well, in some ways there was. The military, the military thing is less latitude, arguably, although that's a, that's a nice thing to be able to wear um, and always looks very... Um, very grand at a wedding.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, there was also the, the fun part of the invites last time, not the invites, but the guidelines of you weren't, you weren't allowed to bring your sword to Harry and Meghan's <laughs> wedding. It was on the, the list of things Damn. you weren't allowed to bring. So I guess security won't be having that issue this time round. Lounge, lounge suits is what, what most
0: of us, not, well... Our gentlemen friends would wear, <laughs> would wear to weddings in this country, and and I, th- I think our American listeners, I'm sure, would correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. I, I don't imagine that morning suits is a huge is a huge deal in America. Like, no, I think. I wouldn't have thought so. I, you don't tend to see it in the American films. It's much more likely to be like a black tie a black yeah. tie um, a wedding do. So maybe that was that was why that one was different for Meghan and Harry's do. Um, and there is then a, a black tie do for um, Eugenie and Jack's wedding. Yes. So, people are going to have to have a couple of different outfits wow, again. even the men are going to have to work hard at this one. Ooh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a change. Yeah, it's yeah. usually the women stressing about the, the, the outfit change and what they're going to wear. And having to pack cleverly. You know, yeah. when, it's, when you're trying to go away for a weekend at a wedding and all of the things, you just want to put it in a weekend bag, but then suddenly you've got to have all of these, even just like normal wedding yeah, I different I always outfits. use my partner's clothes to wrap around mine
3: to stop them creasing. They're just like padding for me. As they, they don't serve any other purpose than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cunning excellent fa- uh, packing tip from amber um so that the evening reception that's going to be at royal lodge at windsor which is where um usually his parents live um uh, prince andrew and fergie and then um if anybody can still cope with more partying <laughs> depending on it, the hangovers <laughs> depending on the hangovers although there will be bloody marys there apparently to help Ooh. to help soothe those it's back to royal lodge on saturday afterno- afternoon again for oh it just sounds like a massive party yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sounds, does sound like a lot of fun <laughs> it really does festival and funfair themed apparently dodgems funfair rides coconut shies, uh food stalls i guess that you get at, uh, at a festival cocktails and, yeah, that kind of festival feeling. So this this, this was um, a report in the Sunday Times about 10 days ago. So it's, so it's a, a kind of the weekend wedding extravaganza. Yes. yes. It's sounds, <laughs> sounds incredible. I wonder whether, you know, I wonder whether if you're not able to come to, on the Friday, you're allowed to still come to the party on the Saturday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if they've invited too many people, you know when you turn up to airline check-in and they say, well, look, you can stay in this hotel. <laughs> we'll put you up. And you just have to fly tomorrow. <laughs> maybe, they'll, maybe they'll end up doing that for the wedding. But, um you know, that that sounds like a lot of fun. That yeah, it sounds like. amazing.
3: Mm. Yeah, I'm not definitely. sure I'd want to be on a Dodger or a bumper car the day after Ooh. a big glamorous wedding, but I'm sure yeah.
0: some people will be up for <laughs> With a hangover. <laughs> yes, don't and know what, about that one. And that one's probably going to be trickier to pick what you're wearing as well.
1: Yeah, that's very true, actually. You don't want to be wearing the wrong dress if you're We're kind of on a ride. We're never going to see any photos
0: from <laughs> that part, are we? Well, you don't know. I mean, Eugenie's been enjoying her Instagram Yeah. in the so run-up to the yeah. wedding. It'll mm. be interesting to see who, it, you know, who has fun, and they will be the great pictures. Because Yeah, those kind of less formal than mm. you know, the real-life ones. and oh, oh, fingers crossed. Please, somebody, please do some Instagramming from... I was uh, going to say, Fergie <laughs> did very well around their um, engagement announcement.
1: That's true. So hopefully she might give us a few... A few little gems yeah and
0: because I mean there's clearly a lot of love there in that family and they're just excited and yeah. want to want to share it and 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 that is that is nice plus also when you have got that many guests there then maybe someone hopefully maybe might um might share something so um I guess what you never quite know is who's there just for the ceremony bit and who's going to which bits of yeah, the different parties. Yeah, gets to do the fun bits later on. <laughs> yeah, so there's talk of the Beckhams, um, Elton John back for another be wedding. would be very disappointed if the Beckhams weren't there. I mean, they've yeah. pretty much been to the mall now, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true,
3: actually. You'd yeah. be annoyed if you didn't get the full yeah. set. <laughs> gone as many as <laughs> Come on. They have.
0: Um, Naomi Campbell, Kate Moss and Cara Delevingne and Ellie Goulding and James Blunt. So in terms of guests, actually, this is going to be... Probably more exciting than the others. I mean, it was
3: obviously there was the Amal Clooney moment. I'll never forget her arriving, obviously, at Meghan and um, Harry's wedding. But it's kind of that star power and what they wear and yeah. what they bring to it that's just as exciting as seeing what, what she's going to be wearing. So I think it will be really, really, you know, a lot of fun for us watching. And there's talk of Robbie
1: Williams' daughter being a
0: bridesmaid yes. as well. Yeah, I think what? So.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were a bit surprised to see that one. Obviously, it's not been officially announced or anything yet,
0: but she's on the list of. Expected yes, by possible. according to reports. So it's going to be
3: great, isn't yeah. it?
0: <laughs> this kind of weird showbiz land where people sort of know each other yeah. and work in that network. I guess yeah. it's like journalism, but slightly richer and more glamorous. And we may have a repeat visit from the Cloonies as well. <gasps> oh, please, please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, um, and that's down to George this time around through his links with Jack. Brand ambassador for a te- tequila company, isn't he? For George's tequila company, yes. So um, and has run bars and. I think he was involved with Mahiki
3: this. as well, wasn't he? Which is a big celebrity hangout hotspot. So oh, he would yes, have met of lots course, of celebrities be, yeah. through through working or having any connection with that.
0: Oh yeah, was that is that the one with the treasure chest? I feel like that was. um I've never been to mahiki i'm, not, I'm not fabulous enough no yeah. me, <laughs> me neither it goes without saying i am definitely not fabulous enough i've got my messy bun is back for this <laughs> for this podcast <laughs> unbrushed hair excellent uh we've been enjoying our summer break and the the royals have two for balmoral or just just having fewer engagements going on we've seen some nice pictures of prince philip moving um moving some gates and looking pretty hale and hearty <laughs> and has apparently been enjoying his uh, his usual um pleasures of fly fishing and the like up there um kate is still on maternity leave um she was spotted buying shoes with the kids the yeah, back she, to school. she
3: was having the back-to-school panic just like every other mum in England, which yeah. was quite <laughs> a, kind of reassuring to see, seeing as I'd had quite a few of those myself. Yeah.
1: Everybody remembers going to buy their school shoes with oh their mum, yeah. right? It's really nice. I really like the idea as well. I know it's just a little thing, but the fact that she actually goes out and does it like yeah. all other mums do as well. It's just, you know those moments where you...
3: Because we all nice know that if you moment. leave it to
1: the last minute, all the good styles
3: have sold out. <laughs> I was in a shopping centre with my son at 10 o'clock at night trying to find the shoes that he wanted. Um, so, but this, she was
0: the shoes, this was the shoes that he wanted, though. He's old enough that he's definitely got his that's own. That's true, that's true. But yeah, I mean, listen, it's a whole other podcast. But there's not much truth <laughs> out there. Oh. Although I can imagine, Princess Charlotte, you can imagine that she would already know exactly which. Yes. She's, oh, yes, she's got the, <laughs> She's got this. an air of a woman who knows her own
1: mind yes. already. Okay. <laughs> Kate did make a little mistake though which I think is one of the things that again I think pretty much every mum has probably done of obviously she went to buy the shoes in summer and the kids were in little sandals but she forgot to bring socks for them to try the shoes on with Uh, so she had to do do that that thing that we've definitely all done of kind of going up to the counter and asking for some spare socks so they can try them on so again I think a a really relatable moment, I yes, think. For parents.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um so so Zara um was back at work after eight weeks, back in the saddle, which I'm sure maybe be some ladies who have given birth who would be wincing at that yeah, stage. About that. Um and she's spoken about how actually she thinks she thinks it's a really good thing that she's gone back to work quite early. Um in the UK it's actually quite generous terms in a lot of places maternity legal they probably less so if you're self-employed which Zara effectively is um I know in America you know the pressure to go back to work is a lot yeah it's a lot quicker um so as I said you know some people probably thought she's going back too soon but it actually gives me something to aim for and actually at this time when they're smaller they sleep for a lot longer I think I feel better as a mother if I've gone out and done my thing and done some training. I'm in a happier place and a better mother because of it.
3: Yeah, I think that makes sense. And they do sleep a lot in the beginning. So why would you not make the most of that? And she's a really, really passionate about, you know, horse riding. And I think if you're bringing on horses for events, then missing out those sections of training to her mm. is probably quite devastating. So you can see, you know... And retaining, your sense,
0: retaining your sense of self as well, I can see as well. as like, yeah. I'm not yes i am a mother but i am also me still yeah um so talking about you know the relationship with her horses so among the things that she talked about was having to put down toy town who was her real her real champion champion horse and
3: she's been through some heartbreak yeah and she
0: actually she actually got really upset i mean it sounds really raw all of the stuff that she's been talking about um so this was in again in the in the telegraph interview and they talk about how she'd um, she spent five nights basically staying in the stable with him, just sort of having that time together. Yeah, and she's like he's, he's been in my life longer than Mike and it was talking about the horse that made her sort of cry in the interview. I guess she I mean she's she's been talking really openly and really admirably about all of the the miscarriage stuff recently and and been talking about the amount of letters they've had from other people who've gone through similar things and how that's helped and and her most recent outing it was interesting because she kind of reflected on how it must have been for mike for her husband and she talked about it as that kind of a helpless feeling which must be high and horrible for them yeah um they've lost a child too and being helpless is horrible um but she also says they th- she thinks they've come out stronger as a family from it
3: yeah that was really nice to hear
0: so, in the BBC breakfast interview that she did, it was it was really quite raw and emotional. you could see you could see the emotion on her face. She was mm. struggling well not struggling talking about it, but it was clear the yeah it
1: was very obvious how hard it was for her as it would be any, any kind of woman in that situation, but
0: it was it was almost yeah it felt extremely personal and um, she's also talked about how important it was for her that she had Mia and that kind of helped her focus on on things um and mia sounds like i mean i think her and princess charlotte they're probably cut from the same cloth <laughs> <laughs> so, so mia also knows you know what she wants she's like, i really want a pet she said to her dad apparently and she's like look you've got three dogs and a pony yes <laughs> so maybe she's all right maybe she just wants yeah. like a hamster or something that is just hers rather pet. than the yes. family dog yeah so i never had a pet mia so you know yes. you're already four up on me um so what else did we find out? Uh, they were big fans of Suits, Mike and Zara. Yeah, which they I thought watched, was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, wa- they watched The Crown. <gasps> yeah, I love The Crown.
1: What I also enjoyed was that she was saying that she was um, hoping they never quite got down to their level because she didn't particularly want to have a feature on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, she was you- watching nervously. yeah. <laughs> Um, sorry if you are hearing occasional odd bangs during this, uh, during this recording. We do seem to be having um, some building work unexpectedly happening around us. And we'll do our best to clean it up. But if there are occasional bumps in the road, there's one there. Yeah. Um, then uh, apologies. The other um, fun detail that we got was um, Lena's name. About why she ended up being called Lena. So Zara, she really liked the name Elena. But she didn't want her daughter to have the initials E.T. <laughs> I
1: thought this was brilliant.
0: <laughs> Always think about the initials and also about how the initial might fit with the surname. Yes. Because <laughs> that can be unfortunate at times. Yeah. I'm not going to name anybody in case they, are, they feel embarrassed. <laughs> it's all right. We're all, we're all okay in this room. But there are people we know who are... Who are oh, it's unfortunate. Anyway, I'm sure you know people too. Right. Zara's not the only one who's been back out and about. We have seen Meghan and Harry. They are obviously building up towards going on their big tour, which we'll be speaking about lots and lots in the coming weeks, I am sure, before uh, Russell gets to jet off and bring you all the updates from down under. Um, but for Meghan and Harry, I mean, their first day back at work, I wouldn't be complaining if that was what I had to do. Go to a night out in the West End. It wasn't to- the worst gig they've had to yeah. do that, it wasn't. <laughs> go, get all, all glammed up and go watch a gala performance of Hamilton. Yep. Um they raised well,
3: um Megan had actually seen it twice before
0: and this was her third and she'd been with Harry before as yeah. well mm-hmm. on a on a so date so she must like it a lot yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and it was obviously an aid of Center Bale um yeah. Harry's charity helping children in Lesotho they raised nearly 300,000 pounds from Pretty tickets incredible. and donations so that should make a real difference to the work they're doing there um Harry obviously was brilliant when he got up on stage oh, and started fantastic. singing. I've not actually seen the, um, I've not actually seen Hamilton yet. Oh, no, it's very, it's brilliant. You've seen it. Yes. So, what what was the song that he was singing? How does it all fit uh, in? So it was one of the
1: King's songs. He only did literally kind of the first word or so from it, um, but it was just my favourite bit of it was the fact of you can see. So he was standing in front of all the cast, and it's all the cast's face when they realise what he's doing. <laughs> so it was fantastic and they're all kind of jumping up and down um, which was brilliant. So I think everyone loved that moment. So do you think they didn't know he was going to do it? They didn't look like they did. Okay. <laughs> he kind of got up with a serious going to do my serious speech moment and just went full on into a Amazing. I'm not going to attempt to repeat it because I can't obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we're not sure how he possibly could isn't it? not we'll see. But um, the thing that really caught people's eye was Megan's legs. Yes. <laughs> We haven't seen those since the suits days, have we? Oh, but they, <laughs> they still look very good, yeah, very fine. I mean, I mean she, that was a hot outfit. It was a
3: really hot outfit, and something that we just hadn't seen for a long time, as you say. We hadn't seen those legs, we knew they were there. Um, She's been wearing midi dresses and midi skirts, let's be honest, and the occasional trouser suit. So to see her in something completely different was great, but also to see her in something quite sassy and sexy was a bit of a change Mm. as well. And I think she just looked really young and confident, and it was a great look for her. Very sleek still, because she she always likes to look very sophisticated. It was a tuxedo dress, which is actually quite a strong look at the moment. There were lots on the catwalk, so it's quite a fashion-forward outfit. And I just think she looked really, really happy and I think it was, it was just it was a winner
0: mm-hmm. and it, I guess you see there's lots of there's lots going on in a theatre there's yep. the cast in their grand outfits I mean London theatres so many of them you know the classic ones are really beautiful and quite intricate and there's like gold yes. and all sorts so maybe you want to wear something that's a reasonably plain bold colour so you're going to stand out in the pictures and it was a new
3: label a Canadian fashion label that we haven't seen before Judith and Charles and I know that we've talked before but I have talked a lot about how much she likes to spend on her outfits but this was quite a modest £327 so it was, it was one of my favourite looks that she's worn and also one of the cheapest so there you go Aww.
0: yeah and like, obviously there's, she's got clothes from before she married Harry. Yes. or before she sort of entered public life which are new to us so sometimes it's a bit difficult to tell is this new new yeah. or just new to us so you know
3: although it was still for sale on their website which makes
1: me think it was fairly recent
0: so yeah I, yeah. I was a big fan of mm. big yeah, fan I really of really liked it, as well. it, was yeah. nice. it
1: felt like we were kind of seeing a bit of old Megan as well yes. lots of people I know were worried that well, after the wedding she'd have to kind of change her style and I think it was really nice to see the Megan, that everyone loved before, yeah, before I think the it wedding showed as well. confidence.
0: Yes, very much so. Um, and then uh, they were back back out again, um, not uh, the following week for the Well Child Awards, and that's so it was a black again, a trouser suit, and some very nice killer heels. Yeah. Um, I mean, the tuxedo dress, she obviously wore the um, was it McQueen, was it Givenchy, the tuxedo suit when she was had her first red carpet do, so the yes. The, I can't remember which it was I think it was McQueen it wasn't was McQueen. it McQueen yeah um so the tuxedo appears to be one of her A bit key of v, looks. yeah and uh, black trouser suit as well so maybe this is going to be something that's like her work uniform but she can also glam it up for her a, yeah a nice i mean thing. it's a
3: black suit but it's a very glamorous black suit isn't it and because she's got those amazing long slim legs she does look great in those in the trousers doesn't she so she wears the little nipped in jacket with those long they were quite slightly flared at the bottom so making her legs look even longer i think she did look absolutely stunning um yeah, and it obviously it's but the tuxedo bit lends it, makes it look a bit more evening-y, so it looks more glamorous, gives her a gloss. And then, of course, with the messy bun, it was it was very, very Megan look, I thought. And so it's Altazara again? Altazara, she's worn pieces from them before, they're a New York-based label. Um, they, do, they really do specialise in very sleek tailoring, everything they do is very sharp. And I think, actually, the cut really suits her, and I think that's why she probably keeps going mm-hmm. back to them, because she knows that they, it really, really flatters her
0: figure. No, they're the same people that do the shoes as well. No, not again? to be confused with them, no, 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 no. So is that Alt- Altazara? I'm confused now.
3: Yeah, because yeah,
0: the wedding shoes know, were... Aquazora. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it
3: does get confusing, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, and I should be saying it right, because I work in fashion. You've got Aquazora, which do the shoes that she loves... She loves the, the Nerf boy, that their little bow pumps that we see her wearing a lot. Oh yeah, they're very cute. But this is Altazara, which is not to be confused. with them.
0: Right, thank you, Claire and Nata. One half one, has a, t- one oh, a Q. Okay, <laughs> yes. mind your T's and Q's, people. Yes. Um, so that was that was another good look, and there were some lovely moments with the children. Uh, there and was a re- there were lots of lovely moments, but there was one that I particularly liked where
1: um, one of the little girls that she met with. Um, Prince Harry gave her a beautiful bunch of flowers and Meghan actually picked one of them out and handed it back to her and told her to keep it to put in her memory box. Aww,
0: sweet. Which Aww. I think was
1: really, really lovely. Um, really sweet moment and kind of showed just how brilliant she is with with kids at events like this.
3: They're very good at being spontaneous, aren't they? I think yes. that's the thing that you get from Meghan and Harry. Yeah.
1: yeah. There was also a lovely clip which was uh, showed prince harry kind of rubbing megan's back we've obviously seen her kind of with his hand on his back but we've never kind of seen that level before and that was really lovely as well just the fact that they they've obviously still they just look so in love and so happy and and kind of willing to be that close and affectionate towards each other which i think is really lovely to see
0: and maybe because you know they'd obviously this love was clear to see and they were hanging out with the children and then when Megan and Harry stepped out again for so actually a really serious event. It was a concert marking the centenary of World War One. Um, her blue Jason Wu dress got everybody uh, yes. talking <laughs> about whether babies were on the way. Yes, and you know, basically, it's just an well, is I it think an unfortunate had a picture? Lot of detail unfortunate address. on the
3: front, and it really did depend on which angle you were looking at it from. Because from the front, she you know had a very um, very sort of in and out silhouette. Then had some kind of panels at the front that were sewn down across the middle, but they were loose at the top. And I think certain angles they were moving. It just made her look, you know, a little, a little bit bigger than she usually looks. But I mean, she's absolutely tiny, so we are not talking about much
1: bigger here. No, there were a few photos that went about, which I think is what people got all excited. Which yep. were just at a, a different angle. But people who were there and saw it in person said it didn't, you know, it looked stunning in real just, life. I think it, it was looked, just... Everything
3: looks so different in a photograph. That's yeah. the thing. And as you say, people that were there probably didn't even cross their minds. And obviously, Jason Wu, she has worn Jason Wu before. She wore a navy to dress um, a Taiwanese Canadian designer now our American listeners will probably be much more familiar with Jason Wu than we are over here because he's obviously the designer that famously designed Michelle Obama's first and second inauguration gowns and actually that's what really did make him a household name especially across America and that's how we got to hear about him so it's quite nice to see her wearing different designers and this is the second time she's worn something by him um, I love the shoes it was all about the yeah, shoes for me yeah they were lovely Ooh. I thought it was a brilliant colour but I thought it was a really really good colour choice and then she matched it we've just talked about Agra Zura, the label that she likes to wear the shoes are called Portrait of a Lady oh which I ah, thought was quite nice. nice matched the <laughs> dress perfectly they kind of had a sling back and then a crystal embellishment detail across the back and she had a very sleek dual clutch for me I get it some people picked up on different pictures but the picture I thought, saw I thought she was absolutely sensational and I love it when she wears a bit of colour
0: and, and it was yeah. a really bold yes. royal blue. Was yes. it it was. Especially and her hair.
1: After yeah after two black outfits exactly. it was really Just nice. nice to see. a nice
3: pop of colour. And she had her hair down, um it was in quite kind of glossy, sleek curls. Yeah. And I think she looked
0: really, really glamorous. Um so obviously they're they're building up towards their tour. I'd imagine Megan and her aides will be busily selecting oh. outfit. Yes. And um you know so i'm sure we'll see some new designers is there anybody that you've got your eye on already well i'd like to see her wearing more Stella, and because i absolutely loved the dress
3: that she wore for the evening reception after her wedding um i think again we talk about designers that really know how to dress women and about fit and i think with megan it is all about the fit because she's very petite and when she's worn designers that aren't as brilliant as that i don't think they've been her most successful looks so I'd like to see her wearing some more Stella, also because she's British. And I think that would be just really nice to see her championing, championing home talent. Um, and I did think she looked, one of my favourite looks was when she wore the Dior. So I think maybe some Dior, because I think, again, it's all about the fit. And I think it really, really looked amazing on her because it flattered her figure. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see what she's going to come out of those suitcases.
0: So do any of the three most recent outfits go into your sort of Meghan top five or are they know,
3: i really did love the tuxedo dress yes i think that goes into my top five yeah, yeah um, i yeah. agree
0: i think that was as soon as i saw that that was kind of straight yeah. <laughs> and it'll be springtime down under when they're heading well. down there so hopefully there'll be some nice you know uh colorful colorful maybe some maybe some legs appearing who knows legs could be out <laughs> again yes um to our Australian and and New Zealand listeners or if there is anybody in uh, Fiji and Tonga then we'd love to have an email from you and let us let us know what you're thinking um, looking forward to the tour we're still on podsavethequeen at trinitymirror.com we'll be back next week uh, we're planning to do a eugenie fashion special unless um news events and excitement intervene but we will be back very soon um, thank you to those of you who got in touch uh, while we were away checking when we were going to be back again um, do subscribe to the show if you've listened and enjoyed it and we'll look forward to speaking to you soon but until next time
2: I'll save the queen